0: The leaders that I remember are the ones that poured into me. The leaders that I'm trying to think of—people that I've worked with back in the day—that didn't give me anything. Like, I, nothing pops into my because I don't—I don't, I don't remember them. There's nothing memorable about what they what they did for me. But I could rattle off 20 names right now of people that took time, gave me something, taught me something, pulled me out of the way when the car was coming. You know, all all these things that I can look back and go because of so and so, I got this. Because of so and so, I got that.
1: It began with two guys becoming friends around cycling, great beer, and strong coffee. This is the 2120 Podcast. Two guys, one subject, 20 minutes, zero excuses.
0: Are you awesome? Apply today,
1: right? Apply today, we are hiring. Do you think that works? Does it work when somebody asks you that question?
0: Are you awesome? I think it's a a loaded question. Yeah. Like, I would much rather have somebody say that I'm awesome for something that I did rather than me going, oh, hell yeah, I'm awesome. Let me tell you why. You know, I think you're going to get a very wide range of people that come in and go, I'm freaking awesome. (laughs) But I'm wearing SpongeBob sweatpants and a T-shirt, you know, but I I breathe awesome (laughs) every day.
1: It's not an interview question. It's it's to get you to think about we hire awesome, awesome people. people. We only want awesome people on our team, and for that, I like it. I really like sort of the boldness around that saying we're only going to hire the best people here. The reality is is that it is a relatively entry level job. It's not going to pay real high, and um, yet there's going to be some mobility in it. Like if you're if you're a rock star, you probably have some mobility in it to move. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you're going to get a whole, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I think with this retailer, maybe they, they w- will get some people from it. You know, I think that's a line that like my store would use, like, are, are you awesome? We want you. Cause we just hire awesome people. I mean, I, we, we say that multiple times in the hiring process. Like we, we hire you cause you're going to be a rock star for us where I, you know, I, I read that question from this retailer and go, I don't think of that, of, that, that place as being awesome I mean, it's good, it's cool, but it's not—it's not awesome by any means. But it's maybe it's this, that's their marketing plan. Like they're gonna—that's their business model. That's how they see their business. I just see it differently. The, the question
1: then it leads into is that expectation that you create had better be the expectation that's real on day one of the job, oh, for sure. and on day seven of the job, so your first week, your first month. Because if it's not, you have falsely advertised something to get people in there, and then you find out this place isn't awesome at all. And through that marketing and that branding and that promoting that you've done, we only hire the best people. We only want awesome people. Awesome people won't continue to go because the first awesome person
0: left. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. You just shot yourself in the foot. You know, you, you paint this picture of, and it happens in business where, you know, they don't live up to the expectation. Mm -hmm. They don't, um, they paint the picture one way and it's completely the opposite you know and you lose great people because they see something and they want that and they're told they, they can have it and then every day they come to work they don't get to get they don't get to experience it
1: yeah or it starts out really good and then oh the honeymoon phase is over and reality is in no more shine
0: <laughs> reality sets in you're like this is not uh, what I thought sucks yeah no and it's and it's it's every day you know it happens in our business too where you know constantly having high standards you just can't like take a day off they have to be there every single day and you know we have the ability to have amazing people on our staff that if for some reason one day i don't bring my a game but it's a b game somebody else is bringing their a game Mm -hmm. and like we they make up for me but you have to have those high expectations and you know having a are you awesome like that's a pretty high bar you know awesome is like the the top level in my book and you know Uh, If they don't see that or, you know, day one of the interview process, it isn't very awesome. Chances are, if they do get offered the job, if they're smart and they're good, they're going to go, yeah, I'm going to decline on this one because it's just not as awesome as you said it was. Well, and then there's another level to this, too, is you and I walk
1: into a place like that. Now, we both received this mailing. Oh, for sure. Right. I'm looking for awesome. You're looking for it, aren't you? I want to see what awesome looks like. And if the expectation isn't there as a customer, you're like, yep,
0: I get it. Yeah, I think it's going to be, I think that place will be pretty awesome when it's all said and done, but it's going to be, you know, keeping that level of awesome every single day and, um, you know, yeah, hiring, hiring the right people. And, you know, maybe people read that and go, man, I'm just not awesome. So I should not apply for this job.
1: So let's talk about this. What, What does it mean to be an awesome employee? We can't speak for them. But let's just say you and I we were going to hire and this was our mailing and we're looking for awesome people. What are we
0: looking for? What 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 comes to mind for you when you're looking for an awesome person? The human aspect. I think is the number 1. You have to be a great human being, you know, and um i always tell my crew like you know we we hired you to be a sales associate but you're going to be an amazing human being first because that's what the customer wants customers don't want to be sold to they want to have an experience they want to be taken care of they want to feel like you're their buddy and you're helping them make good decisions uh so when you hire someone you know for this position like if they're an awesome human being that's easily step one um you know i think of you got to have a fun personality. Yeah. You know, you work around a bunch of slugs all day. It's, it's boring. You know, I think if you have someone that's just constantly, you're having fun and the day flies by because you enjoy each other's company and you're working towards the same direction, you know, that's good. Um, but then it goes into everything we talk about, you know, work ethic and all those other things. Like it's all just kind of smashed into that. But yeah, human being is, is the top of the list for me. And I think that you have to like get specific about it because again, even if you just say
1: to be a human being, I, you and I may have, I think we're pretty close. You and I know each other well, but let's say we are in business together and we don't have a friendship outside of business. You and I may have different opinions on human, humanness, what it means to be a good human being or what it means to have high expectations. Again, our listeners know that Matt Phippen is a very punctual person. You you evaluate people on that. Uh, A hot point for me is integrity. I know it is for you too. And so if you demonstrate something to me outside of what you sold me in your awesome interview about you being an awesome person about your integrity but i catch you one time badmouthing another person or badmouthing the boss or whatever it is or like when you walk into a room and people scatter that's a pretty strong indicator something is 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 not right yeah you know, so when I think about what I'm looking for in an awesome person, it is absolutely all those human traits. So loyalty, not loyalty, I meant to say honesty and dependability, respectful, all, all of those add up to be like that integrity thing. But I also want to see somebody that's got a little fire in them. Oh, for sure. And what I mean by fire, again, that can be misinterpreted. That doesn't mean I am a fiery personality. It means I've drive, ambition. I want to get after stuff. I'm not going to just settle for, okay, if I see something that needs to be done, I'm going to go and do it. And those are things that you can look for during that interview process if you don't cut corners in that interview process. If you, if you spend too much time talking about yourself and you're trying to sell the job to somebody, you're not doing a good job during an interview. I've seen that before. Listen, I've been in interviews where we've done that before and... It's, it's that inability to listen and really to ask the right questions to find out, is this person actually going to fit with us? What we mean when we talk about excellence, what we mean when we talk about, we are going to be the best at what we do. If you're not looking for those elements and you aren't asking questions in a way that can draw that out of a person, you are failing in that interview process and you are missing awesome people.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I think it'd be cool to take that flyer into that business and say, hey, I'm here for a job. I'm pretty awesome. But what does awesome look like here? Yeah. And see what they say. Because Wait I, wait, I,
1: wait, a second. Are you saying as a candidate you could ask that question? Absolutely,
0: you could. Darn right. I like, love it. Like call them out a little bit yes. and say, hey, I have your flyer. It it It's asking for awesome people. I'm pretty damn awesome. But what does awesome look like here for you as yeah. a manager? And I'd be willing mm-hmm. to bet that... Well, I mean, it might be the manager goes, oh, I didn't even know we sent that flyer out. You know, ha- I have no right. idea because it ha- that happens too. TV. Or it is the, the deer in the headlights of like, ooh, how do I respond to this? Where do I start? What do I have to say? But the ones that are good, absolutely. Let's talk about being awesome. And they, they, they're ready for it because they're, they are awesome and they're, and they're, they're ready to go. So I think, you're, I think you would see all these different categories of the panic, the like oh I don't know what to say the, I have the answer here let's, let, let's talk and then somewhere in between where it's like yeah I'll, I can bullshit you let me, let me tell you about awesome so but yeah I think it'd be fun just to walk in there and go hey I want a job I'm pretty awesome tell me about it and mm-hmm. see, see where it goes yeah uh, that, I think it'd be bad I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how good it would be if you did that. You know, for them. I. I would hope that they would have the right person that would be that HR that would say, "Absolutely, this is why we want you here." You know, but you may just get the person that's behind the counter that goes, "Yeah, let me tell you. I, I mean, I'm, this is my eleventh hour that I've been working. Let me talk to you about awesome here. I hate my job right now, but I'll put a shine on just for you because I need. I need bodies. You know,
1: it's an intimidating question to ask back. I, I, I'm going to venture to say the majority of people aren't ready who are doing that interview. They're not ready for that kind of question. No, And that, to me, would indicate, if that's the truth, there is a disconnect about what it does mean to be awesome. Because I don't want to be that awesome guy and go and play on a bunch of B-teamers. That, that's going to that's gonna turn me off. And here's the other thing. If, if you have the ability to secret shop or to, let's say it's a chain, and you can visit other stores, you would know... By going in there and being a customer, what it means, I, th- I think you could have a, a little bit of a picture of what it, it looks like. We could we could talk about it with your company for a minute. If I've had great experiences at Shields, and every time that I walk in there, uh, I kind of know what to expect. And I go, man, I want to be on this crew someday. Like
0: they look oh, like they sure. have
1: fun. It's hopping. It's busy. Like, geez, there must be an option here to make some money because oh, yeah, and I we see some we, nice We see out that out all the
0: time because a lot of our, you know people that were hiring they're customers of ours they've they've shopped here multiple times and um they see the culture they see the atmosphere that they see everything you just talked about and then they they say i want to be a part of that yeah so like they come in and then they apply yeah but god i would i would challenge you know future potential associates that when you come in to apply for a job ask ask that question like I'm gonna fill out this application, but why should I? Why would I want to work here? And see what the manager says. Mm-hmm. Um, the good ones are gonna lay it all out for you, and they're gonna paint the picture of like this is this is an awesome place, and here's here's all the awesome things that you're gonna to get to experience. I'm guessing that a high percentage of my managers would would be just fine, but there's gonna be that panic of like, oh, the, the the newest manager gets that question, and it's like, oh, uh, they they're gonna get through it, but then they're not ready for it. Yeah, you know, they're they're just. Handing an application to the person, showing them how to fill it out, how to return it they 're not ready for that next question of why
1: so what if you 're the manager and your company sent out the mailing? Are you awesome? you come in you 're awesome, you ask a tough question like that, and the manager is completely again i 'll come back to the word intimidated by it. do you think they hire you no.
0: <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe you know maybe. I, I think I think if you 're that awesome person and the manager does panic and doesn't do it, then you look at it and go, "I'm smart enough to know that this is a problem."
1: Well, I'm saying you would you, you take the job, right? Oh, to, sure. Oh, if it's offered, my point is, is would that manager in that setting do you think have the the courage to to hire that awesome person that that has the potential to stir things up a little bit? I don't mean in a bad way. I mean only in good ways.
0: But what does that mean for that manager? Well, I I, I would hope they would. I mean, it goes back to you know, do you pour into your associate so one day they take your job? Or do you limit them every day so they never be better than you? Um, if that manager limits them and looks at it and goes, well, man, this guy's pretty good. This, he's a firecracker. Yeah. He, he could be great for us, but he could be better than me. Oh, I better not pass this through. Mm-hmm. Or the manager better, I hope, better, absolutely, let's, let's dig more into you. Let's find out more about you, and let's get you hired. And then the team got better because of it.
1: In, and that's the beautiful thing. I love to see when people will take a chance on somebody that they have tons of runway in front of them. Oh, for sure. And you look at that person, you go, man, they may be able to replace me someday. And not see that as a threat, but see that as an opportunity. Because when you can have that person, like you've talked about it in your own team, when you have somebody you've been grooming to take over for you, it permits you to go chase down that next thing for you also. But if you you really can't move up or forward unless you have somebody ready to take over where you are and not just to take over on status quo, but to take over and then add their uniqueness to it, their identity, their, their stamp on it and take it even further. That's cool.
0: Yeah. If you can develop people, you will always have a job. So in a company like, like mine or your business or whatever, if you're a cultivator of talent and you can develop people and make them better than you, no one will ever let you go they'll keep you because you're proven that you can do the job. And I think that was one of the hardest things for me early on was, you know, I wanted to be the only one doing the job and it was my job and no one else could do my job. Sure. But I never, I never you know, took major steps. I was just, I was good at what I did. You know, I, I love what I did, but I was never, I was never developing somebody else to do the job better because I, I didn't want to, you know? And then when I got out of my own way and started developing people, it's like just the, Rewards. Looking back, going, man, and why didn't I do this years ago? Hmm. You know, why didn't I get out of my own way years ago and get more people on board and get more people involved with this? You know, it wasn't the well, they could they could replace me. I might not have a job anymore. I never, I never once thought of that. I just I was just it was eco. Like I didn't want to get I wanted to be the the guy. You know, and but there are there are managers that have you know um, less in the category of like. The, the mental game, going, man. If I if I develop them, then they're better than me. That what am I going to do? Like they're going to take my job, and then yeah. I'm going to be below them. And no, like if you're developing them, they may, and then they're now better than you. That's a major win for you and your company.
1: And there it is. You cannot be a developer of people if you don't have an abundant mindset. If you have a scarcity limited mindset, you cannot be a great developer of people because you're always yeah. going to be flirting with that. I don't believe that's possible or what's the potential threat to me so you maybe hold back a little bit
0: yeah you have to learn every day and you have to teach every day and you know i'm learning well obviously we're building a house right now and i'm learning how the wiring works like that's something i've never ever experienced before i mean you're always you're always kind of growing your your mental game your knowledge game on everything so you can kind of be dangerous in a lot in a lot of categories and i think with some of this stuff like you have to find ways to just teach something to someone every day and then learn something yourself every day. Uh, you know, it, I just, I, I can't live in a world where like you, the, the YouTube videos that I watch, you know, like that teach you things, you know, I'm, I'm on a, I watch YouTube stuff every day on, on how to do this, how to do that. And I'm, I'm constantly learning. I, I can't think of a day where I didn't learn something. Right. You know, I'm always just trying to find something next and trying to figure out how this works and, and, and play with it and. You know, like even with my girls, like trying to teach them something every day, like I'm developing three young ladies right now to be awesome ladies down the road. And that's scary. You know, I'd like to just lock them in a basement and not let them <laughs> go out to the world. But like there's gonna be one day where daddy's not going to be there. And if I do a good job now, they're going to be good out in the world when something bad happens. They're going to know what to do and they're going to be, they're ready for it. And it's no different with, with your crew. You can't lock them in the basement. And give them just the bare minimum—the bread and water just to survive every day. You got to give them everything. What a
1: great visual you just created! Like, I think that's what managers with a scarcity mindset, or businesses where it has a culture of scarcity, they lock people in the basement. I never thought yeah. that—that's a cool visual. I hope, I hope that's connecting with some people because you may not even realize that you are keeping somebody in the basement. Because if here, here's some things that I had done in my past this is just kind of really hitting home right now, where I had a couple of really high performers on my team. I wasn't holding them to a high enough standard for them. And they constantly were asked, you know, it wasn't even that they were asking for more, but they were hinting and I wasn't seeing the hints. And so, you know, they're basically saying, hey, unlock the door. So I just need a little bit more here. Not too much unlike you, there were certain things that I wanted to hold on to that were either, you know, of significance to me, importance to me, or I wanted my stamp on them. The reality was they were ready to take that job or take that project and they were going to run with it further and faster than I could have ever done it. The moment that that began to click and I unlocked the door of the basement, I opened it up and I let them come out (laughs) like and you're in a, if you're in a management role, you actually do have that power. Oh, for you sure. You really do. And if they're strong enough, they can burst through that door and run you over and that's not going to end well for you. So like having that awareness, open the door, let them, let them shine, let them do what they do uh, and then learn how to support and encourage and coach and mentor in the best way that you can for them. That's an amazing thing. Now, that's when we start talking about awesomeness. And that's when you grow as a a manager or you grow as a leader because you are allowing your people to grow and for them to be awesome and to step into that potential that's within them that you've been somehow restricting,
0: whether it was conscious or unconsciously. Yeah. I've been around a lot of leaders, a lot of good leaders and bad leaders. And the leaders that I remember are the ones that poured into me the leaders that i'm trying to think of people that i've worked with back in the day that didn't give me anything like I, nothing pops into my cuz I, I don't i don't remember them there's mm-hmm. nothing memorable about what they what they did for me but i could rattle off 20 names right now of people that took time gave me something taught me something yes. pulled me out of the way when the yes. car was coming you know all all these things that i can look back and go because of so and so i got this because of so and so i got that you know the ones that were poor leaders they're probably not with us anymore. They're probably doing something else. You know, they're not, they're not, they're not memorable in my eyes. The goal is to be memorable. You know, as a leader, you want people that because of you, they got there because of me giving them that they, they, they did this and it's not the beating your own chest. It's their opinion. Hmm. You know, it's, it's them telling you that because of Jim, I'm where I'm at today, you know, because of Larry, I'm doing this now. Um, no one ever says you know, because of the suck leadership I got back in the day I'm sucky too you know like it's 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 the bigger picture of because of what I got I'm better now because of it you know I'm not I'm not gonna be okay with being okay because they've always taught me to be better and, and, and do that and I think there are some businesses that like that's the line to be okay and okay is fine in, in our company and good enough good enough is, is okay and um, good enough is great in some of our right. in some of our businesses, yeah. and those are the ones that just they 're not around anymore they 're kind of slowly yeah. going away where um, you know we have to take someone and give them everything that we can and i 'm speaking from my personal experience like just the wins that come out of that afterwards and like seeing successes and seeing when somebody takes something and runs with it and you go, gosh, like why didn't I give that to you months ago? Mm. Because you're so much better than I, I ever, I ever would, would have been. So yeah, it's crazy. So it sounds like what you're saying to kind of summarize that is, is the
1: best leaders know how to get out of the way. Yeah. You know how to get away out of, out of themselves and how to get out of the way of others. Yeah.
0: Get the hell out of the way. <laughs>
1: All right. I'm Jim. I'm Matt. Catch you next time. Well, whether you're a longtime listener or brand new to the 2120 podcast, you know that Matt and I are passionate about helping you create a great customer experience. But did you know that we can actually help you do that in your business? Go to cxpguru.com to learn more. That's cxpguru.com. We look forward to speaking with you, and we'll catch you again for another episode of the 2120 Podcast.